Hello and welcome back to Pictorial on Relay FM. I'm Quinn Rose. I have someone who did not go to art school, um, but that's fairly unrelated to what we're talking about today anyway. <laughs> Hi, I'm Betty. I am also someone who did not go to art school, but I have been working as a gallery guide in an art gallery for the past eight years, which is also kind of re- relevant to what we're talking about today, but you know, uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll bring it around. <laughs> and we also have a very special guest. Uh, hi, my name is Ponders, uh, and I also did not go to school to study art or art history. Uh, I studied math and music, of all things, uh, but it's also super not relevant to what we're talking about today. <laughs> so Ponders runs an amazing podcast called A Session, um, which everyone should go listen to, and it has really interesting angles into art history and um, making fine art more accessible to more people. And instead of talking about anything about that, I really just wanted them here to talk about Animal Crossing. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Yeah, so just to so you guys know, um, I am someone who has not played Animal Crossing because I don't have any devices currently that can play the game, but I'm sure that will change very soon. (laughs) That's our mission here. Yeah, I, I should also <laughs> add that, like, in the in the world of, like, us not being qualified to talk about these things, I haven't owned a video game system in almost a decade before I bought the Switch so that I could play Animal Crossing. <laughs> so, you know, layers upon layers of, of, of unqualified, like, opinions here. <laughs> it is actually kind of funny because, I like, I'm someone who normally plays a lot of video games, um, and uh, we, Quinn and I did an episode exclusively about video games, and I was all like, I played this game and this game and this game, and here I am, the person who has not played this game. <laughs> The world is upside down. Yeah. Well, this is true. <laughs> this isn't just an excuse to talk about a video game we like. There is actually a lot of art content in the new Animal Crossing's New Horizons game. And so kind of how we're going to do this is because Betty has not played this game, um, even though, yes, we will be trying to convince her to buy a Switch so that she can play it. Um, I figure you can kind of lead this episode um, and we'll talk a little bit about what Animal Crossing is and also get really into what these different fine art pieces in this video game are and why they exist there. Yeah, I was, um, I did a little bit of research on like kind of what this is. So I guess like here, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you guys my limited understanding of what I know so far. And you can tell me if I'm, uh, right or wrong. And then I have some questions for you guys, um, because there are some things I, don't understand. So, um, so from uh, what I've looked up, so this is a game published by Nintendo. There's actually there's been five iterations of the Animal Crossing games. It was the first one was released in 2001, and then the most recent one, New Horizons, was released March of this year, 2020. And so it seems like um, there, you as the player, you're a human. I think you live in a village, and there are animals. Um, and all I know, there's like fishing involved and I guess you could have houses and put stuff in it and you can like change your clothes and your, your appearance. And that's all I know about this game. I mean, that's more or less it. Yeah, that's you, you pretty much <laughs> holding one right there. Well, so like my, my first question is actually, um, what is the object of the, this game or if there even is one? 
So there is a little bit of the structure to the game um, in that you're basically the concept is you are dropped into a desert island. There are some animals there who run businesses and you can interact with and some are other villagers who are just chilling. Um, And you can kind of like achieve goals throughout the game by building a better and better island and sort of unlocking new things and getting a better like star rating for your island. Like Yelp exists in this universe, I guess. Um, <laughs> and But you don't have to work towards that. Basically, it's a it's just a sandbox game where you get to run around and make it however you want. So if you want to make your focus like catching all the bugs or the fish um, or like having the most flowers and different kinds of flowers there's just there's so many different directions you can explore or you can make your focus like making a super beautiful island or a super beautiful house so there's it's on one level like you can kind of explore the game however you want to and sort of pick a focus as you go um or you can as some people have devote their entire lives to making like a five-star luxury resort island that makes us all very confused about how they possibly managed to do that in this video game (laughs) In the short amount of time, because I think the the other thing about this game that is that is so interesting to me is it's time locked. Yeah, that time in the game passes at the exact same rate as time in the real world. So if I were to turn on the game right now, it would be seven fifteen on Saturday. Uh, if if I turn it on in the morning, it'll be tomorrow morning. Um, and so you you can't like every single day slightly different things might happen on your island so like some days you'll have the person who sells plants will come to your island or maybe the person who really likes bugs and will buy all the bugs from you for all the flick stands out there um and then like some days you get some very very few and far between days i'm so upset about it red will come through with his treasure trawler where you can buy art and it's my favorite day in animal crossing i check every morning just to see if red is there (laughs) so i is it fair to say that it's sort of like a cutesy animal version of like minecraft yeah i would say there there are definite similarities um and sort of the the appeal of it although it's less about you don't like build so much in this game it's more about like design Mm, okay interesting um so who is red (laughs) what what a good question (laughs) i mean who are any of these animals they're all so (laughs) mysterious yeah uh red is did not appear in the game when it first came out he was like an addition who who came about like about a month ago i think so for the first couple weeks, first like month or so that everyone was playing this game, no red, and now now red is here. He has arrived, um, and what this means is he basically rolled up the first day you're here. You're just walking around, and suddenly there's a fox on your island, and you're like, hmm, <laughs> interesting. So when you talk to the fox, he tells you that he's got some art. <laughs> He's got some treasure to sell you. The words that he's given to say like really make him sound like a like a used car salesman. Um, yeah. And he says that you're like his cousin, so he'll give you a family discount. But it's like obviously just the normal price. <laughs> um, and you, you get to buy a piece of art from him. And and the the two people who are in charge of ostensibly in charge of the business that runs this island, which is Tom Nook, Shady Tom Nook. And uh, uh, Isabel, uh, I believe when you first get read, they say something akin to like, there's there's a shady figure walking around the island, and like Tom Nook gives you an explicit warning that like that that red is not to be trusted, and this that and the other, um, 
which which is is a hard sell from a guy who's also like dealing out home loans left and right but you know (laughs) it's like you know if tom nook doesn't trust someone that's then (laughs) red red flags red flags red flags red with two d's and then from that point after you sort of like get that character the first day that he appears on sporadically far too sporadically i will say red Mm. will show up on your island and he has a little boat so dank and dark in there you can go in the boat and there are four pieces of art that you can examine and buy you can buy one piece of art per day that red is there which is why this is like such slow going (laughs) but the thing is sometimes they're fake and i think it's supposed to work out that generally like one of the art works of art is real but they can be all real they can be all fake um and it's you can either like look up there are guys out there that'll show you like which ones are real and which ones are fake. And we can talk about what the fake ones look like in a second because they're really funny. Um, <laughs> or you can just like test your art, art history knowledge and see if you can figure out what it's supposed to look like just for memory because that's a fun game too. Yep, that's the game I play. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh my God. This, uh, I just think this, this one characteristic of this game alone, you have sold the game. <laughs> Like, I, you know, I find, I'm so fascinated by Red because his character is pretty different than the rest of the game. Like, there are other sellers and there's other, like, stuff going on and all these different ways. But they're all pretty, like, upfront. <laughs> it's all pretty straightforward. Right. And then there's just, like, also there's a shady businessman. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. I, 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 not, I actually, I mean, we're, we're not really here to talk about this, but it goes for, like, all the characters in Animal Crossings. There are some that are, like, super characterized and have the you, like you you understand what they are and there are others whose whole characteristic is like i'm cute or i'm excited uh, <laughs> but like red has this really i actually think he's one of my favorite characters in the game because of how how like you're just kind of like side-eyeing him the whole time like maybe he'll reach into your pocket and take some bells while you're not looking but like (laughs) i just i just looked up some of the art that he sells and i just came across a mona lisa that looks like she's a vulcan (laughs) (laughs) yeah the fake art (laughs) (laughs) and i was like oh wow this is like i would i would buy that one there so there again with with how many like different playstyles there are for this game. I I've seen YouTube videos of people who have set up like uh, we have one here in Boston, the Museum of Bad Art. They <laughs> have ignored this whole real fake dichotomy, and they've just set up museums in their own home of all of the fake art and all the like worst <laughs> art like mistakes that they love um because the 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 blathers museum proper which we need to talk about at some point uh will not accept your fake art and uh i believe that uh the place where you can buy and sell things won't uh buy your fake art for very much they'll only buy it for like a hundred bells um but uh but you can set it up you could have that mona lisa hanging right over your bed or in your (laughs) science edutation studio like i have built (laughs) yeah i don't even think we explicitly said that every single piece of art that you can buy is based on like a real famous piece of art like the mona lisa oh yeah yeah, yeah. and it's either like an actual recreation in little little animal crossing form of the piece of art or there's something different about it sometimes it's super noticeable (laughs) like the vulcan (laughs) mona lisa or something like that or it's like a completely there's like a i think one the statue of david the fake one has a watch on it um 
Or sometimes it's pretty subtle and you would actually need to like have a pretty, you'd have to like really know what that painting or sculpture actually looks like to be able to pick the real from the fake, which is quite interesting. And yeah, the whole thing in the game is that there's a museum that actually is beautifully designed um, in game and you that's where like all your you can donate all your like fish and fossils and stuff that you find into the museum and then they open this art wing that you can donate your art to but they will not accept the fake art you cannot sell it if you have if you get a fake art you can only like either put it up in your house or tr- I guess maybe you could try to give it to one of the other villages or something but yeah eventually <laughs> I'm trying to get the real art first but eventually like I'm sure I'll play long enough they will have a complete fake art gallery as well <laughs> yeah there's a to, to the point of the subtlety there's a Velasquez I believe where like the difference is that one of the characters isn't wearing a big black hat when it is in the <laughs> oh original God. and it's like a real the thing is it's a really dark painting and when you go into the treasure trawler it's a dark like musky sort of room and you can look at the painting and you can zoom in but you can't zoom in too close which makes me feel like red standing there like hey hey back it up from the painting a little bit <laughs> you <laughs> yeah. know um but yeah there's some that are pretty subtle that that you would not catch if you weren't if you didn't know what you were looking for <laughs> wow yeah well that's that's so fascinating and yeah i just i also googled a picture of red and he looks like really interesting uh, <laughs> he's up to no good yeah exactly um well i guess one one of my other uh questions is kind of like like why do you guys think this game is so popular i mean i'll i'll take i'll take part of the heat which is that like we're currently in a global pandemic and that has made a very intense situation for a lot of people um and it's i i I mean there's a million think pieces that are already out there about how like you get to go to other people's places and not be social distancing and not be quarantined you you get to build a life where you get to interact with other people like it's a game about community and connectedness um that came out at a time where those things may be harder to find resources for individuals um but there's also there's also certainly other elements like I I it it's hard we will never know but like I'm pretty sure if this game did come out not during a pandemic it would be equally as popular <laughs> I just think it it kind of got launched into into the stratosphere because of a current situation yeah Animal Crossing has been a successful game series for many years and so it's always going to be a big deal but it just like is so intensified by having less other things to do (laughs) and i like i've gone to multiple birthday parties over animal crossing um like it is it's a fun way to to have like the social interaction and let's just like show off your game um it's so much fun to build something cool in this game or to like collect all your pieces in the museum and being able to show that off to your friends is a really fun activity and and it and it it kind of man it's hard to say how much of it is designed into the game and how much of it is just a circumstance of how the social internet looks in 2020 but like it's an immensely shareable game right like 
you you get to design all sorts of like outfits for your person, which can be as simple as buying them or can be as simple as literally making the outfits yourself in the outfit editor, uh, which we can talk about later. Um, like you get to build spaces. So you get to do some urban design. You get to like do art museum collecting. You get to fish. You get to collect all those things. And and so there's there's an element of it's like the element of creativity that everybody engages with when you post on Instagram, which is to say that like, and, and not like whoever on Instagram, but like, you, you, have you ever seen those, uh, p- those Instagram, uh, pictures that are like, everybody takes the same photo on Instagram, like all the influencers, like lean, they stand out, they put the camera in the tent and they go stand outside of the tent and then they hit the shutter so that it looks like they're standing outside of their tent. And like a thousand people have taken this photo. Um, And it's almost the same thing with Animal Crossing that like you get this little degree of creativity and this little degree of design thinking in the outfit that you've chosen to put on or the way you've arranged the houses or, or whatever small element you've added that's your personal brand. Um, but ultimately, what I think is so interesting is you're still working within the same confined set of tools that everybody has, uh, unless you're cheating, of course. Um, but <laughs> I, I, I think it's really interesting. Yeah, you know what? In a way, it kind of reminds me of um, a couple things. One, I I think, yeah, that creativity and uh, customizability and doing like houses or your outfits, you know, that that also reminds me of games like The Sims and that, you know, sort of similar thing you get to do and share with other people. Um, It's just like, you know, I think The Sims probably first came out before there was like social media as we know it today. But then the other like more scarier thing that it reminds me of is um have either of you ever seen the show Black Mirror? Yeah. I've seen parts of it. I haven't seen all of it though. Um have you seen the episode where there's a cu- bunch of people and they're riding like what looks like an exercise bike and they're like looking at like a animated road and there's like a um avatar version of themselves like animated in the TV screen in front of them. It's Peloton. <laughs> oh, I, I don't think I've seen this one. Well, in any case, there's like there's an episode sort of like where it seems like everybody is living in this like jail almost, and you all have your own room, which is this like ten by ten box, and um, there's screens everywhere, and like you have a yeah, like you're, you you have an avatar, which is like a little animated three D person of yourself, um, and then. like you can buy clothes or hats or whatever like in the game to customize it um but the 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 episode is like i won't spoil it but basically it ends up being just really really screwed up and um like it's just kind of shows you this you know post-apocalyptic world where nobody's really um, interacting with each other everybody's interacting with each other through like the, the 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 like avatar whether it's a game or something or like youtube or whatever video platform like people are watching each other on the screen and not really interacting in person um anymore and uh obviously like every episode of that show just kind of makes you i mean for lack of a better word makes you up <laughs> <laughs> um, and you're just like, oh my god, this and and it's just kind of this is another example of how like the world is literally black mirror. <laughs> well, in a way, though, I I think there's a, a more positive way to look at that, where the sort of black mirror dystopian idea of that is that it sort of 
implies that we all have the option to hang out in person, but instead we choose to live in avatars. Um, whereas I think this is, like, everyone would rather be hanging out in person, but when we don't have that option, aren't we lucky to have this technology that allows us to simulate it for a little while? Well, and and coming at it more from a technology side, I'm like, there's a, there's a part of me that's so thankful that this is a Nintendo product on a Nintendo game. Um, because like, you know, of all the major tech companies that are out there, <laughs> Nintendo and Apple are up there near the top in terms of like user privacy and and making sure that your data stays your own. And um, and so I'm glad that this isn't like an Amazon product that, <laughs> that has been manufactured. Would be would we would be in a totally different camp if this were. Uh, were Amazon's uh, New Horizons. <laughs> and also, essentially, Animal Crossing is a game that is for kids. Like, it's for everybody, but it's aimed to be an all-ages game that kids can enjoy. So it's, like, it's so positive and cutesy in all of these different ways where it's, like, it's not... It's not I love The Sims, <laughs> but it's not The <laughs> Sims. Um, and it's not trying to, like, approximate any kind of realism in these ways. It's just like, here's a pastel world where everyone's cartoony and you're friends with an octopus. <laughs> I do personally, from what I've seen and read and heard about, definitely see Animal Crossing as more of, of like a positive thing as opposed to dystopian Black Mirror uh, type of thing. And I would say, yeah, like it, it does seem like of everybody I know is playing it except me, basically. Uh, <laughs> that will change soon. Um, but uh, but it, it really actually does seem because, you know, like I've been playing video games all of my life and video game tra- traditionally have been very, you know, gendered or, um, you know, have specific target audiences. And this game, it really seems like it's for everyone, like whether you're a kid or an adult, whether you're uh, male or female, like it just seems like everybody, it, like it appeals to everyone in some way. Man, as a non-binary person, this game is my dream. It's so good. There, There's a question at the beginning that asks if you're a man or a woman, and I just ignored it, and it, it hasn't affected the game at all. Uh, and I, my character gets to be whoever I want it to be, and I get to dress it however I want to dress it. It's, it's amazing. It's great. I love it. <laughs> yeah, there's, oh man, there's so much good stuff out there about like the ways that the sort of the ability to express different genders in Animal Crossing so easily has like helped people in quarantine. I'll try to find a good article for the show notes because there's a lot of really interesting stories out there. We could also like talk about fashion in this and how the fashion world has intersected with this. I know sometimes fashion and art bleed together and sometimes they're very separate, but the high fashion world has taken to Animal Crossing like a fish in water. (laughs) Um, It it has been a, a huge like explosion of of content and of things there was a there was a pop-up fashion sale by a designer from new york i can't remember the name what is it uh oh sandy lang uh she made a bunch of animal crossing designs because you can design your own clothes and did a pop-up sale where people were waiting in line for almost two hours to get on her <laughs> island to download the code wow. so that they could get these pieces of of Animal Crossing fashion from from her design shop. Um, and like, uh, and then there, oh yeah, there's also um, the other thing that I found that I thought was super interesting was this Instagram account um, called Nook Street Market, uh, where designers from New York City have been designing 
they design their clothes and then they go to Harvey's Island where you can take photos in front of different backgrounds and they've been doing photo shoots with with their Animal Crossing uh, avatars in all the clothes that they design and then they 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 give you those codes you can you can go and download the latest fashions um, so it it's just it's very interesting to me that like um, how important clothing is to people and and in a in a in a time where like you know I think a lot of people are not going out of their house too much and so you wear the same clothes maybe two days in a row or you you know don't necessarily do your makeup or you just wear you know t-shirt and sweatpants and stuff like that uh, it, it's really cool to me that that there's still a, like a push to connect with fashion in this way I, I found that really interesting fashion designers and um, fashion retailers can't really do much uh, in terms of business uh, these days so they will find the alternatives yeah and it's considering that every animal crossing avatar is just kind of like the same cartoony person and ostensibly every uh, clothing item is like one of like three shapes um but <laughs> people who are good at this kind of design have really made that work and and done a lot to like make it look like they're wearing clothes that are like differently shaped than they actually are by matching skin tones and stuff like that um and really embrace to the form so yeah as i haven't gotten super into sort of the fashion side of it just because i like that's just not a world i've tapped into yet but i've always i've admired like people posting on twitter and stuff where they're wearing like they've somehow imported gucci into the game like things like this yeah, yeah. <laughs> where i'm like all right um and i love that the actual like high fashion designers who are using their designs in animal crossing i just think it's such a creative way to sort of shift that expression um and in a way to kind of model it like in a hypothetical future world with more uh high intensity avatars what does that kind of thing look like right i just found a picture of someone in lingerie sorry <laughs> <laughs> that's what i'm saying they like they're so you can't just wear lingerie at animal crossing that's not something in the game but people are like making fast similes of it somehow yeah i think this person like just made the shirt look like like the the colors of it look like skin tone and then use some shading of like darker skin tone to accentuate the boobs and then over top of it is some very minimally covered um laces <laughs> so people do it all yeah i mean that's amazing yeah i i've been enjoying just like looking at um like i'm i'm on reddit a lot and like i you know i follow a lot of like fandoms and anime and like just like a tv show subreddits and people all the time are posting like um designs of either characters or clothing that look like it's from like a tv show or movie or something or you know some show and i'm just like I want that, <laughs> but I don't have this game. <laughs> oh man, someone someone made Uncle Iroh kneeling by the the tree singing uh, "Little Soldier Boy" in Animal Crossing, and I was weeping the other day oh on my Twitter. God. <laughs> oh. oh my god, I need to watch this as soon as as soon as we're done, and I will be weeping as well. I also wanted to ask speaking of the custom designs that you can make and import have you done any um importing of art pieces into your game 
outside of red. I I actually have not imported anything yet. I just did. I just exported for the first time today. Um, so I'm in addition to all the other hobbies. I'm a, I'm a flag nerd um, and designed the flag for my island and really loved that design. And my partner wanted a flag design that they weren't able to make in the 32 by 32 pixel area. And so I, I took to it and I, I made the design and exported it to them and they were able to go into this, into the store and you just type in a code and it downloads that piece of art onto, onto your switch and you can have it in your walls. It's really incredible. But you've, you've done the, the pieces from the Getty. Um, so (laughs) I actually haven't. Um, but so the, the Getty Art Museum did this push where they made um, like really nice Animal Crossing versions of their art available, easily available to download by people. But I actually decided uh, to, to just go my own direction and just to download JPEGs of art pieces and then import <laughs> them into a generator that creates like little Animal Crossing versions of those images. Oh. Um, which I've been playing with a lot. It's uh, I'll also link that in the description if anyone wants to play around with that. Um, and I'm a little iffy on the strict legality of this uh, because <laughs> I think most of it is in like the public domain where it's okay to like display images of it where I'm not profiting off of it. Like that kind of is fine. It might not be 100% fine, but also, like, who cares what I've got on my Animal Crossing island that's not for public consumption? Um, So I've just been doing this, and I I first set up, like, a little outdoor art gallery. You can just make... One of the things that built into this game is being able to just put custom designs on canvases. Like, you just say, like, I've imported this custom design, now it's on a canvas in front of me. Um, And that's just something that exists uh, built into the game. So I had a little outdoor gallery with all these canvases of different paintings that I liked and then I decided to focus in and be (laughs) a curator so now in the top floor of my house I've created an art gallery it's like all white (laughs) it's got a little (laughs) chair for a guard to sit um and then I have been uh I've decided to like display different artists with a focus so right now I have a Georgia O'Keeffe exhibit in my (laughs) my home gallery Um, amazing the only annoying thing about it is you kind of are limited by size they're just these squares and I tried to make it I tried to make a bigger painting um so there's this George O'Keefe painting called Sky Above Clouds 4 that I really like. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I love that painting. It's so good. And it's huge. So I tried to make a really big version of it by, like, uh, dividing the painting into sections and making them individual designs to, like, make one big wall design. Right. And it kind of works. But the the way the game is set up, there is a gap between each image. So I have created deconstructed sky above clouds in my home gallery <laughs> just not ideal that painting's in the art in- art institute of chicago right yeah yeah it, it's right there actually two doors down from the Surat that you just talked about oh but there you go well it is in the art institute as well as the top floor of your house yeah exactly yeah. uh it's a beautiful place <laughs> i'm going to recreate the art institute in my animal crossing house <laughs> <laughs> bit by bit that would take a long time but maybe i should <laughs> there you you could I, i'd say recreate a couple rooms from the the art institute you can't yeah you can't make your house that big unfortunately <laughs> continual expansion <laughs> <laughs> yeah no i haven't i haven't i haven't done any importing yet but it, it's on my it's on my to-do list <laughs> if anyone out there listening has done some fun things either with their art from red or like importing 
art pieces or fashion pieces. I'd love to see them. Yeah, I would love to see pictures and screenshots of what everyone's created just to give myself some inspiration. I, I've also I've tried to make the accession show art in in the, but the accession show art is very busy and, and very colorful and very hard to express in 32 by 32 squares uh, <laughs> yeah. so maybe maybe I'll try this JPEG uploader that might be a little bit easier <laughs> yeah using the uploader is helpful because I don't really have any um design skills at all uh so <laughs> this way and then the uploader that you can edit it to it'll, it'll automatically generate something and then you can find edit it past there to make sure that it looks exactly how you want it to look but definitely skipping quite a few steps take a little shortcut by doing that well um i guess my my only other question for you guys is um like what is your your favorite part of the game if you haven't talked about it already or if you have if you want to reemphasize. <laughs> Okay, I, I honestly, my favorite, I, this would probably change in time. My favorite thing right now is the flowers of this game, because you can grow, you can like, uh, grow different colors of flowers and hybrid flowers. My island is named Rose Isle. And it my island does not naturally grow roses, but I've decided it does now. I just have bought like so many rose seeds and I have crossbred as many colors as I can. And I'm trying to crossbreed all of the rose colors and just cover my island in like blue roses and these beautiful colors um and so because that's kind of what i'm focusing on right now it's my favorite part they're so pretty i've gotten <laughs> super into the flower gardening me and my partner both are like oh did you get the did you your cross bead work for this did you <laughs> we're 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 both trying to get the blue roses we're, we're working on it <laughs> oh, i can't wait to get some blue roses oh, it's gonna be so good my personal favorite part of this it's i mean it I sound like Hugh Brandity, but my favorite part of this game is the museum. Museum is so good. It's so good. So it started out with just, I think we mentioned this before, you can put your fish there, you can put your um, uh, fossils there, which you dig up, and you can put insects there, although Blathers is, is not very insect friendly. And so it's it's a little, you know, there's contention on the internet about whether or not you should give your insects to Blathers. And then there's the art museum section. And um, they are all really well well mostly well but very well designed spaces um the fish section has really cool like places where you can actually look at the fish that you've caught um the bug section is really well designed and the museum the art section is a little bit small but it, it's fairly well designed as well um but uh there are there's actually that like my that's my broad favorite thing in the game my actual favorite thing in the game is the music that plays when you're in the museum um they've done something really a, a really lovely choice with the sound design is that when you walk into the museum there's a very simple theme playing and it's just the piano and uh the oboe um and it's dum 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 is like a very soothing repetitive loop um but then that same theme is played differently in every single room so when you go over to the fish room they've transferred that theme over to a synthesizer that gives it a sort of reverberation that makes it sound like you're underwater <laughs> um, when you go down into the dinosaur section, it's played on uh, the marimba, so it sounds like you're hitting bones, right? Uh, when you go into the bug section, where there are spiders and other like buzzy winged inst wing winged uh, 
insects, it switches over to the guitar. And so it has a very like natural, buzzy kind of sound to it. Um, and then when you go up into the art museum, it switches over to a Baroque style. It's played on a clavichord uh, with a string quartet backing it. Um, but the but the music continues throughout. And so I just love being in the museum with my headphones on and like enjoying the sound design of the space. Um, so, and, and, you know, it, it's one of those things where, you know, like enjoying any museum, it has its problems, right? Like, <laughs> like, uh, the, the museum, I mean, the game is, is a very America and Japan focused game. And so almost all of the art is, is Western or Japanese, um, with maybe a few here and there that come from other cultures, but but uh, maybe to, to the same extent that most museums have. Um, <laughs> but uh, it's it's just such a nice space to be in, and I've really I've really found a lot of comfort in watching the fish swim around in my aquariums, or looking at my giant giant dinosaur skeletons, or looking at the art that we have. So that's fantastic. I can tell you're a music major. <laughs> yes, <laughs> a music major and a sound designer. Those, those well, are my. There you go. <laughs> those are my keys. Oh, well, I think that is a beautiful way to end this. Yeah, lovely. Um, I have just placed a Nintendo Switch into my shopping cart on anime <laughs> on, on Amazon. So, yeah. um, yeah, I will. Uh, I guess figure out how to find you guys somehow on there. At us, yeah, we'll visit your island. <laughs> oh my god, I'm so excited. Ponders, thank you so much for joining us today. Of course, anytime. Thank you so much. I'm, yeah, I'm just, I'm so gonna play this game. <laughs> good, 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 good. It's, it's a, it is a really beautiful game. Like I'm, I'm really, I, I can't begin to express all the things that it's given me. Um, not just like, you know, the museum space, but also, you know, uh, having a place to visit people who I don't get to see my, my partner, especially who lives in a different country. Um, I, I like, there was a moment where I was like having a really tough time in the middle or early April. Um, and I fell in love with the mechanic of the, um, the net in animal crossing, uh, and how this, this net that you use, you get to use it a, a, a number of times to collect the bugs, but at some point it breaks. Um, and then you have to build a new net. And the net is the easiest thing to build in Animal Crossing. It requires five sticks. Um, and it has these limited uses. But I really, I actually took a, a minute and I retrained my brain to think about hope in the real world, like this net in Animal Crossing, uh, which is you use it and you have occasional uses for it. And you you go collect the things that, that you need with that hope. You use hope where you need to use hope. Uh, but hope does break and, that, and that's okay because it's it's also very easy to use the small like pieces to build a new net to like have that to carry forward with you um and it's all these little subtle ways of looking at the world that are that are carefully woven into the design of the game that that it's it's a very special game for me right now so i I quite love it (laughs) that is like the most beautiful metaphor i've ever heard I'm just going to go cry now. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to go cry because of your uh, metaphor, and then I'm going to watch the Uncle Iroh video, and then tonight yeah. it's just going to be a sob fest, and my boyfriend's going to be like, what happened? I, I may break quarantine to go get some Ben and Jerry's after this. <laughs> it was the net. 
<laughs> Thanks, everybody out there for listening. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram at Pictorial Pod um, or our show notes at relay.fm slash pictorial. And you can find me on Twitter, Instagram at Aspiring Robot FM. And you can find me on Twitter or Instagram at Articulations V. I'm also on YouTube at Articulations. And I'm on Twitter and Instagram as at THPonders. Um, I'm also on Twitter and Instagram as at AccessionFM. And you can find my show at Accession.fm, where I tell stories like the net story, but for pieces of art. They're very hopeful and very soppy and... Um, and a blend of fiction and nonfiction, and a lot of fun. Uh, we have an upcoming episode about um, uh, Graciela Turbide and uh, the Desert Angel. I'm very excited about it. So. Yeah, check it out. And thanks for listening, art enthusiasts. <laughs>